Wonderful. Good morning. Welcome, everybody. Yes, I've live episode 242. It is a special morning. It is a Thursday morning, and uh, it's special for two reasons. A, everybody's seen the news coming out of uh, the Ukraine and Russia, so it's quite uh, a sad morning, actually. And uh, I thought about posting on Twitter that uh, it's a good day for a dislike button. Twitter could use that. Uh, it's tough to cheer on uh, the gold price today, uh, although it is dropping right now. We're at 1928 gold. Uh, been a bit of an overreaction this morning in the market. Uh, 1976, I think we've seen uh, for for a brief while. But uh, hearts go out, uh, of course, to what's going on in the Ukraine. I uh, hope this is over soon without too many lives lost. So it's it's tough to cheer on gold. Um, you might hear it in my voice, just a little subdued this morning. Uh, but I'm really excited to have a guest here in my studio. And uh, it's Patty Downey of Orzone. He's the he's the president and CEO. I'm really excited to get that uh, production update for, or co construction update. We're not in production yet, but construction update from him. Uh, they put out some interesting drill results this morning as well. How do they fit into the mine plan? Like, how does it fit into the updated or soon to come out updated feasibility study? We're going to get to all of that. Some of you sent in some questions already uh, via Twitter. Make sure to, to continue to do that. Either use hashtag AskORE, that's the company's ticker, obviously, or just post them here in the YouTube chat. I'll, I'll be uh, taking a close look at it and to be monitoring it. So if you have any questions for Patty, make sure to put them in there as well. And uh, before I switch over to my guest, follow us on YouTube, follow us on Twitter, hit that like and subscribe button, especially the like button helps tremendously with the algorithm. So if you are an investor or interested in Orzone and you want more investors to see the company's story, hit that like button and uh, more people will be able to catch on. Thank you so much for that. And uh, enough of me, let me switch over to my guest and uh, Patty. Wonderful. Good morning. Thanks okay. for joining us. Yeah. Good morning. How are you? It's not too bad. Like good. given the circumstances, it's it's okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It, it is really tough. Like yeah, cheering on a higher gold price, like we've been waiting for it to see, but uh, a geopolitical gold price like that is just tough. Like yeah, it is. Um, I think gold will still remain strong, though it had been strong before this. But yeah, under these circumstances, it's never great to see it's, something happening like this. No, it's it, it's tough, and yeah. uh, we don't we don't need to go into detail. I'm not a geopolitical expert or anything. It's just rough to see, and I have just a hard time cheering on the gold price this morning. So yeah. I'm happy I'm see higher prices. I'm sure you are as well, but uh, given are. the circumstances, like. Let's 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 move on though, Patty. Um, first time here in the studio. I'm extremely yeah, excited. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Been, been meaning to ha make this happen for for a while now. Yeah, and glad it's finally done. You're actually our last guest in this studio. Oh, there so you go. So we we are moving this weekend. So really excited about that as well. So that's going uh, on in your life then. <laughs> tell me about it. Uh, too too much, maybe a little bit. Yeah. But uh, um, it's good to have you here, closing guest of this studio. Um, Orzon, president president CEO of Orzon. Why don't you give us some of our newer viewers and listeners a quick overview of Orzone, and then we'll dive into specifics, construction updates, and all that stuff. Yeah, well, we are building the Bombore project in Burkina right now. We're well in hand. You'll, you'll, we'll see some photographs on that and where we're going. Uh, feasibility showed um, in 2019 a, you know, a capital cost of about $153 million, um, production first 10 years of about 138,000 ounces starting off with oxides and then moving into the sulfides in a couple of years time we 5 million tons per annum is what we're building or 5.2 million tons per annum is what we're building right now and then we would add a 2.2 million sulfide expansion onto that per the plan uh, that would uh, continue at 5.2 so the oxides would, would go to 3 the sulfides would go to 5.2 but with the drilling that we've got in hand and where things are going, we are reassessing all of that and uh, we're well in hand with what we think the project will turn out to be. And uh, we're very excited about where we're going. And as you saw this morning, more drill results, uh, very targeted drill results. I want to talk about that. We, we really targeted these holes and to hit something like we hit way out there on the west side, the last drill holes in 2021 were on the east side. These are out on the west side. 
So this P17 is becoming a very, very significant zone for us. Okay. Let's chamber some of those bullets yep. and uh, we'll, we'll get back to that. But uh, Perfect. Um, let, let, let's talk about uh, quick, quick history, just catch up some more people. How long have you been working on the product? Because what, what, what you're seeing here in the background, uh, I'm giving it away a little bit. We're going to talk about the construction update, but it's, it, this is the culmination of years and years of hard yeah, work. Yeah, it is. Uh, I took over in 2017. Um, we we really started focusing on a new development uh, for the project. It uh, was looking at a heat bleach at that time. I felt that the heat bleach was really going to sterilize the sulfide part of the project. And we, looking at the metallurgy, looking at the ores, all free dig, the, um, the, the fact that 80% of it didn't require grinding, it just went straight to the leach. It looked very economic to uh, to just put it into a tank leach and then we could build off of that into the sulfides. And that proved to be correct. Uh, we did a study in 2018 on the oxides only. We upgraded it with the sulfides. We then hit COVID. <laughs> and uh, so our lending, uh, our, our debt facilities uh, discussions went into a long protracted time frame. We used that very, very actively. We really honed in on the cost. We really honed in on the quantities. We, we, we made sure that our study was really bulletproof at that point in time. And we got a, our debt facility uh, finalized. Um, we went straight into construction, but we were ready to order the bulk materials, the big equipment, all of that. We got that going straight away. So we didn't waste time. We, we selected like a podium for as the engineer uh, contractor uh, because they've done a lot of those projects in West Africa and in Burkina. We knew the team we were getting on the engineering. We knew the team we were getting on construction. So we were able to hit the ground running and get going with a very, very experienced team. And that has turned out to be a huge part of our success here in keeping costs under wraps. And, um, you know, we started construction, you know, really in... Uh, beginning of, uh, oh, sorry, probably mid-2021, um, and uh, we're now about 60% complete, and we have seen no cost of runs. In fact, we're going to be under budget, which is crazy. And, um, you know, the other part of it is, you know, we, 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 we have a lot of communities around us. We moved uh, 50% of them in the north half of the of the project, and um, they've been extremely happy. But also, we have over 300 of those local people working on this project, and not just standard labour jobs, all sorts of positions, including welders, builders, you know, um, in in on the mining operations. So the amount of employment that we've brought as well has been as we promised and more. So we've got a very very happy uh, set of communities around us. In fact, uh, the local TV are doing a big program on us and uh, on what we're doing and how we're doing it. So we've garnered a lot of attention in what we've done besides just building the mine. Oh, so it's been hugely exciting <clears throat> for us. Fantastic. No, that's, uh, th that's, that's great. Under budget, of course, is a big, big thing, right? I know I've seen the questions come in. Inflation pressures is, is, yeah. is a big thing. Like, yeah. Um, before we talk inflation pressures, though, I want to talk about the, the 2019 feasibility study. Just catch us up on some of the KPIs. Like, what were the goals? Like, are you uh, capex? It says uh, for the oxide, 153 million sulfide expansion, 63. That's that's a later stage yep. part. Um, are we still in that range? 153 million, roughly. Yeah, I, we're under that. To be frank with you, we are under that. We're trending under that. Um, we we had a life of mind. Uh, so power supply contract, we re renegotiated that. So we're going to add, we're going to take the capital of that ourselves because we've got flexibility now. 
So it'll reduce our overall power costs. So we will add that in, but it's not part of that study. It's an actual add-on. So, you know, we trend, I'd say we're trending around on that 153, about 148, I would say, where we're going to end up. How did we do that? Well, we, we ordered things quickly, uh, bulk steel for the tanks, uh, bulk steel for the structural steel. We ordered our mills very fast. We ordered our major equipment. We didn't go out to to a lot of, we, we said to Lyco when we agreed to this, look, let's go to suppliers that we know we're going to order from, that we think we're going to order from. Let's get a competitive, let's get out there, let's get this stuff ordered. We ordered bulk cabling for the electrical. So most of our stuff is under trending under budget. We also, when we looked at the study in 2019, we went into a lot of detail on the constructability and how we do it and was there going to be any changes. We made sure our geotechnical work was of a very, very high standard. So we weren't going to find any surprises when we start doing clearing yeah. and grubbing. Oh, my God, there's this, there's that. We had, we had none of those surprises. So that allowed us to get very, very tight contracts on the civils, on the concrete, on the structural steel and mechanical, on the electrical. So all of those are, are now trending at or below budget, which, again, is a, is a huge success for us in, in that regard. By, by the contractor will always look for extras, always look where, where he thinks you haven't got all the right details and go, as soon as he gets on the project, he'll be going, I want this, I want that. We don't have any of that. And we also managed a lot of the work ourselves, like the we're doing the mining ourselves, we're doing all of the roads, the camp, the water infrastructure, the tailings. We're doing that ourselves. Again, a very experienced team. Uh, the tailings now, all the earthworks are complete. We're going to take a look at some photos yeah, here in a second and I think as well. Right on so. Budget. so we looked at everything in, in a lot of very, very fine detail. Yeah. And that has really paid dividends for us in terms of being on top of things. Yeah, actually, uh, building roads and stuff is actually a fantastic ESG initiative as well, because you can use the local workforce for that as well. I think that's uh, two birds, one stone, I think. Well, for the tailings contract, we're using a local group. Yeah. We're not using an international uh, uh, group. Yeah. We have the management on top of them. So we look after in terms of safety, uh, productivity, systems, etc. So we have a very, very experienced group, but we hired a local a local group with a local fleet, good good quality fleet, but our unit rates for the tailings were way beyond our expectations. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Uh, Percentage-wise, how far along the process are you right now? Well, we're finished the engineering and procurement, so we have nothing left to buy. Everything's bought. It's either getting on the boat or it's on the boat or it's at site. Yeah. So that's done. We're probably 60% through construction now. Um, all that you'll see later on, concrete is pretty much 90, 95% complete now. Uh, the overland piping is well in hand. You'll see that. Tailings is uh, you know, being lined. We're going to do the structure steel. We're already pre-assembling the steel, so what you call shaking out the steel out of the loads as they come in, putting them all together as the jigsaw puzzle. Our methodology for the tailings was to bring in a huge 300-ton-plus crane so we can do massive lifts, so we can assemble everything on the ground, lift it up, put it in place. The other way to do that is to, to have smaller cranes lifted up, do the assembly on the, on the top of the tanks little bit more dangerous. Here, let, me, let me actually switch that so we can actually yeah. take a look at it here. Let me switch this scene. I've got to find my mouse. 
There we go. So yeah, yes. our audience can see the, this part and they see yourself. So yeah, so you can see the, the CIL tanks there. So they're all up now, they're done. We're actually water testing now. So we're ahead of the game. So we actually filled that pond called the event pond with water when, it, when we had water. Then we pump it into each tank and we water test it. So we're absolutely ahead of the game. So we're not even waiting for the steelwork to go on top. It's done. The steelwork, we'll, we're assembling that. It's, you can't see it now. It's off to the to the top left where it says ozone there. That'll be brought in and lifted up on top of that in two big lifts. Okay. So like, that, what's the capacity of the CIL tanks? That's, that's the thing. Like I've been to a couple of sites, but lo looked at our smaller mills where they had the CIL tanks under a small roof, and they were like tiny. Yeah, eighty thousand eighty thousand meters cubed. So they're big. They're big tanks, and um, they're all done by a local contractor out of uh, a town called Bobo Dalesu in in Burkina. They come in, they've got a, a unique way of doing it. So they make a ring, they jack it up, they make a ring, they jack it up. But they're so good at it, it it's it's incredible how quickly those tanks went up. I mean, it really is, you know, and, and how you order them and how it was done. So uh, that's done now, we're, we're finished with the tanks. That crew has now moved on to overland piping. So you can see, you can see the middle foundations, they're, they're the, the, the main concrete pours that we had to do. So the last pour is that sort of gray one just beside where it says foundations. And that's the with the main metal platform yeah. where we put all the liners and stuff and it, it's the elevated platform that's being poured now. So that's going to be finished in two, three days. Okay. Let, let's see what else we got. Front, there you yeah, go. The ball mill foundations. Exactly. Uh, CL tanks. They're just massive. I'm just blown away by the size of those. things. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, no, they are big and they're they're you know, but they're very, very, very common in this. Our wear and tear on those because it's oxide very low. Um, you know, we, we put inside there'll be agitators going inside that carbon pumps and intertank screens, and then there'll be a walk on platform on top of that. The ball mill foundations you can see them putting in the rebar for the final pour, and then the ball mill shells are on site. The ends are in on the port coming in, they'll be here in about two to three weeks' time, and we'll start assembling the ball mill in probably in mid to late March. Okay. What are we looking at here? This is the first pit. So we had to mine a pit out. Uh, it's called the Off-Channel Reservoir, OCR. That's yeah. uh, about 50% ore, 50% waste. You can see the ore stockpiles. We will have 5 million tons of ore ready to go to the plant. That's one year of wow. ore supply. That's crazy. Yeah. And most people don't have that. So we've got a lot of working capital built up into the system already. We've got a mining contractor. They've done way better than we thought in terms of productivity. So our pit will be finished here probably the end of February and um, we're scheduled for the end of April. So we're ahead of the schedule there. All free dig. So you can see it's all been free. We're on the bottom bench now at the bottom end of that. And then we're, we're, um, we'll do the next final two benches to the north and then that will be complete. We will fill that with water. We will divert a uh, part of the river that flows in the area into that. You can see that you see the pipes later yeah. on and that will fill w with about 4 million cubes of water. And that's our water supply for all year because it's seasonal rain yeah. here. You have to fill it during the rainy months. The rain starts at the end of April. This will all be ready way ahead of that. You can see there's the piping. That's the piping, going. right? Yeah. That's exactly the piping. There'll be a box built at the top of that. You'll see you see the weir to the left hand side is built already. The river flows from left to right from where it says ozone over to the weir. We, by putting that weir in, we raise the level of the water by about a meter. That comes into a, a, a box there where those pipes are sticking out and flows in and fills that. It's as simple as that. No pumping, yeah. just gravity.
Okay, I do. I do have to ask that question. Like, but you're not taking the four million cubic meters away from anybody, right? No, like, no, down, no. We, like, we I'm take, just curious. We like, take about we, down, we like. take about between uh, three to five percent of the total uh, water flow of that area. Nowhere near. In fact, at the end of this, this, this is the great part of it. When we finish mining here and leave, we will leave this community with a huge reservoir, with pumping systems, runoff solar power that can be used for irrigation and lots of other things in the community. Oh, fantastic. So there's going to be a huge endowment no. for them at the end of this. Fantastic. So that's a tailing storage. That's the last photo I have to share here. Yeah, so the tailings is one of the major ones. that You have to have that ready. You want to be doing the lining in the dry season because it gets really ugly doing it in the wet season. So the tailings was a huge part of our critical path. We did it ahead of schedule. We finished the tailings ahead of schedule. That's all done by a local contractor. Now we're lining it, as you can see. And, uh, you know, that was done, that, that amount of lining that you see was done in a week. Wow, that's massive, that's so, fast. So, so, so these guys are uh, really, really fast. They've got it down to a, to a fine art. The great thing about this is it's all clay lined, so it's flat, it's smooth. So doing lining is, is extremely fast. We've got a very competitive bid for this. We expect to be finished the lining mid to the end of March before the rainy season's done. And then we collect water in there. Fantastic. Okay. So we're ahead of the game there Amazing as well. to see the progress as well. So. Yeah, so you can see how well that's been done, all by a local contractor, by the way. No, even better. Wow. Fantastic. Okay, I got to get back. I'm, I'm blown away by photos. I love photos of construction updates, still CL tanks. Yeah, and we I do videos, we do videos every month. Look, uh, you know, the one thing that, you know, you, you see on things that happen, people say, oh, well, we're on t time, on budget, and then... You know, a month before the project, uh, oh, sorry, we're not truly on. We found this bill. We, we, we track everything to the penny, I can tell you. Uh, we've got a, a very, very... You're not Scottish, are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm partially something or other, I think. But um, we do look at it. We, we look, we've got a earned value that we look at every month. Uh, I, I can't uh, praise the team highly enough for, for the work that they've done and how they've done it. All in the midst of, you know, you've, you've got, as I said, communities out there who are looking for jobs, looking for training, looking for everything else. So it's very exciting. First gold Q3. So, boy, we are, it's not Towards that far Towards the end away. of it or eh, what is it? I'll, no, I'll let's say I'll, it's the end of February. So I'll keep that in my pocket. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll figure out when you go to Burkina again. Yeah, we'll, exactly. We'll sort of target exactly. that. No, what, we're, 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 um, and it's a very, very simple project. So and we're excited about, we're also updating the life of mine plan. So perfect. So we're going to talk about feasibility study, like yeah. sort of next steps. Um, exactly. So run us through that life of mine plan feasibility study. Also, what, what's going to be different in the feasibility study? Okay. So um, when we did the uh, resources and reserves, it was based on a modeling that we um, we were fairly comfortable, but we we really felt we had we, there was you know more to, to to be got out of this project. We had we recover in that study about one point six million ounces of gold over a thirteen year mine life. As we get into the resources, we, re we really began to to see that there was this project was growing, uh, that we had significant high grade sulfides within the main zone, in Sega, Sega East, Maga, uh, CFU. You know, we came across intervals here. Uh, you know that we're really only following up that people would look back on like four meters of 50 grams and another 30 meters away from that another eight meters of 40 grams and so but the high grade was never understood and it was modeled wrong now we got it and p17 is really holding that out so i would say we would see on the five million tons 
uh, 5.2 million ton study, we'll have significantly more gold recovered. But we believe now we're going to go way beyond 5 million tons. We are very confident now we could possibly even go to double that. Wow. And with a long mine life, not cutting yeah. the mine life. And um, P17 now, we've been drilling it. Uh, we, we just keep hitting more and more stuff. The discovery was mainly around 2016, 2017. We drilled out a reserve in 2018, which went into the 2019 study. We knew it was open, but now it's growing not just down dip, but out. So these last holes in 2021 were to the east side, okay. but right at surface, right beside the pit. Yeah. Now we're over at the west side. So that hole you saw this morning is over yeah. on the west. Okay, that's so a, now yeah. this is getting bigger. And what we do is we target those, and that, that's a big hole. Yeah. And then we come back up to surface again. And part of the drilling that we did and, sh and released the, uh, this morning, it was also targeting surface mineralization back towards from the 2021 drilling. Does it come back to surface? Do the, rep the, the folds repeat? Yeah. And they do. So you could liken this to like an octopus with limbs. And you get the fold as the octopus and then yeah. the limbs and then you, you go down and then you, it'll come back up again. The limbs will fold back yeah. and you get another octopus with another set of limbs and it just keeps doing that. But what's exciting is that folding has got to be mimicking regional folding. It's yeah. just got yeah. to be. So now we, do we know that the last hole is towards P16? Is P16 going to come back towards P17? Is P17 South going to go towards P17 and P17 North? This is a big target, and it's going to warrant more drilling, and it is super grade and super metallurgy. Okay. Remind me in, my, uh, in the audience as well, like you put out 10 meters of 12 grams this morning. How yeah. does it sort of reconcile with the resource or reserve grades? Oh, it's way, way above it. Okay. And you just look at the grades we've been hitting at P17 and P17 South. They're, they are significantly above our reserve grade. They truly are. I mean, I think the reserve grade in the pit is two grams. And, and I think you're going to continue to see that because what happens here as you go out on the limb, you dilute the grade because you're going down. A, but the, once you come back, you continue to, it, grow, it gets better every time we go from inferred to measured to indicated. We keep getting it to the two gram material. And it comes to surface. So what you're seeing, you're seeing mu sorry, multiple systems, multiple limbs from surface down, down, down. And then you get another one that comes back up again, down, down. You're going to have a very long pit with several surface expressions of multiple systems repeating themselves. Yeah. And the, the results from this morning or recent exploration results as well, like are they ready to come into the new mine plan? Is that too early or? They, these ones won't be, okay. which is even more exciting. We will, the the... the the update will show what we believe will be the, at a minimum, where the project's going to go. Okay. And then we'll continue to drill and add to that. Okay. And uh, we think it'll grow beyond that. We see a 15 to 20 year mine life here, wow. for sure. Okay. And we see it, re remember, like, e even though you see that hole at 245, the actual depth of that intercept is only 200 meters. Mm -hmm. You look at Tuwego, which is a very exciting project owned by WAF to directly south of us. They've got 700,000 ounces down to 400 plus meters. We haven't even gone beyond 200 meters yet. 
But the reason is it keeps coming back to surface on us. So there's something else going on down there, and it is it warrants a lot more exploration. Okay, I, w I want to come back to exploration in just one second. Um, for for the updated feasibility study, just KPIs like what, what kind of indicators are going to use like gold oh, price? The, the gold base case was thirteen hundred before. Are you going to stick with that? Are you going to up that? No. We're, we're, what we're going to do is we're going to be very conservative on our reserves and resources. So resources we'll still do at fourteen hundred. Reserves we'll still do at twelve fifty. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. The gold price we'll use in the study will likely be. 1500 1600 because that's where it's at and and we you know we're doing the same as everybody else so you will see a, a, a very very robust project here and um it, you know a, a, we we are conservative about how we go about our business here you know we could use a higher gold price we could show a, a much bigger um ore body we really think as a junior company, we've got to build this out of cash flow. Um, we love $90 million of true debt to pay off here. And we can do that very quickly. And we believe that will allow us to build a significantly bigger plant faster. So not the 2.2 million. We see ourselves likely keeping the oxide at five and probably building a completely separate sulfide plant. And, and but with all the same infrastructure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, see, I could ask you hours and hours. We're already 25 minutes into the conversation. I could, ha I could keep you here for hours. Um, the sulfate plant has been, you haven't started construction, obviously. Yet. No. You haven't ordered anything yet. No. Do you think any cost increases there? Like, since yeah, I, 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 think, I think you'll see some, um, you know, mills and things. You, you know, you, we, we cannot say we're, we're going to, you know, you had 64 million. I think you're going to be somewhere between 70 and 80 would be it. So a lot of it we can control because we are going to run it ourselves. You know, like we know now the concrete and the local contractors for that. It's the same size tanks. It's the same. So they're all the same. So we don't have to do a heck of a lot of engineering. So we do save money there. Uh, we don't have to do a lot of additional earthworks. So, yeah, I think we will see some um, savings, but we're going to be conservative again. You know, what we don't want to do is say it's 64 and it comes out at 75. We'd rather say it's 78 and come out at 75. And then we've got, we, we, are, we are very much conservative in our approach yeah. to how we've done things. Uh, we like to get it right. Uh, um, we don't. Tr we're not trying to uh, sandbag it. We we do look at very neat quantities, and we will look at that. But we think we'll be in. You know, it won't be much higher than the sixty four, but it will be a bit higher. Mills are more expensive. Okay. Equipment is more expensive. Um, we don't have a lot of additional cabling and stuff, so the copper won't really affect us. It's a fairly small footprint, so it's not that bad. But having said that, um, we're building this out of cash flow. We're not doing a greenfields project. It's it's a complete brownfields for us. Um, so we're we're taking advantage of that as we build out the out the company and out the project. Fantastic. Um, I, I want to circle back to exploration because we also got some questions on that. And uh, you recently sold a Silverstream. Yeah. Uh, for seven point one five million dollars US, actually. Mm -hmm. How much of that have you spent on exploration? Is that hundred percent earmarked for exploration? Uh, yes, it is uh, earmarked for <coughs> exploration. So I, I think that um, we've probably spent uh, maybe a million or two on it. So we haven't really dug into it that much. We are going to accelerate that. You're going to see more exploration on the project now. I mean, when you take big step outs like that and you hit what you hit. You're gonna you're gonna keep drilling here, and um, we're not gonna stop. So um, yeah, we we will burn through that. The great thing about the silver stream is, you know, there are no silver assays in the in the um, uh, forty three one hundred one or in the ore body. So the the, the um, you know all the debt is 
predicated on gold and so silver is a bonus for us and so you know um you know we will use this we will use that silver stream for money for exploration we absolutely believe now we've got to keep going here um this is going to get bigger and more exciting and we what we don't want to do is trip ourselves up and say oh we should have built this size of mill why didn't we do more drilling let's do the drilling okay Run me through the exploration program, the budget, and the plans, the like drill budget, meaning like meters and things like that. Yeah, I, I we're finalizing that right now. In fact, I was talking that my VP of exploration is down on site right now. He's do, going through all of that uh, now. Um, probably, you know, we over the next little while, we you know, depending on board approval, etc., something around seven million, I would think, would be over the coming six to twelve months, is what we could be looking at here, provided we get approval to do it. But um, yeah, and and. You know, we can drill a lot of meters for that because we we own our own uh, prep lab. Um, you know, we've got our own RC rig. Uh, you know, a lot of the stuff we have, we own. So we can do things fairly yeah. economic. We can drill a lot of meters okay. for that amount of money. Fantastic. Okay. Um, I think that's it on exploration. Anything else we missed on that part? Well, I, I look, I'm truly excited about, you know, we, we, P17, P16, the, the trend. You know, this was a small little dot three, four years ago. Uh, it's now we've got a 1.7 kilometer trend. We keep, we've never missed now. I mean, this is, and we take big step outs here. We've never missed. We're now over to the West. We're showing that it's open on the West. Um, it's, uh, you know, I think we're now at, you know, P17, which people have forgotten about. So just look at those drill results that are at P17. Never followed up and drilled in the 90s. Unbelievable. And then like when mining always puzzles me sometimes, like how that happens, right? Well, like, then they're looking at a heat bleach. You know, I, I, you can't fault the previous guys. They start looking at a heat bleach, not looking at sulfides. We're not drilling hard rock. We no. are. And and then you, you've got hits up to, at P17 North, which is another couple of kilometers away. We don't. We have nothing in between. Like absolutely nothing in between that. So Good. wide open. Yeah, fantastic. All right, we got some questions in. Let's let's jump to those real quick. Uh, I'm just actually going to go through chronologically. Well, one of the questions is when can we expect results from ongoing drilling at P17? Well, ta-da, you did a little bit yeah, this morning. There'll so. be a number of more holes coming out <laughs> here. So expect another batch here in a couple of weeks and then another batch after that. Okay, fantastic. Great stuff. Uh, is there any risk for Orizon with respect to the change of president in Burkina Faso? Let's talk political situation real quick, maybe. You know, I, I, the funny thing is I've got a GM now. He's um, He's been in, this is his third coup, Not none of them in Burkina. And um, he's worked in uh, in Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, and Turkey. He was the GM at Alasar, which is one of the you know major major ore bodies of SSR mining. He was the guy who built that, up, got it up and running for many many years. He said this was the quietest coup he's ever been through. <laughs> it was nothing, literally change. Everybody was out celebrating it. Didn't affect any of our supply chain. Um, we uh, were back up, uh, nothing to us, you know, and um, I'll be heading down there in a couple of weeks, so I'll see everything firsthand. But uh, again, it's business as usual in regards to the country. Okay, fantastic. I think we can then move move on. Yeah. <laughs> Non-event, more or less, right? Um, we talked about the P17 results and how they are integrated into the mine plan. One, one thing is insiders have been conspicuously absent from the open market. Are you currently under blackout? Yeah. Okay. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Let's poke at the bear and see what comes out. You know, this? we are okay. Yeah, can't do that. We talked about drilling. Okay, I think those are all the questions because we integrate a lot of it into our conversation already. I think I well, hope well, I answered. Well, what all. I'm saying is we we you know, we're, we're drilling and we're doing an updated 
feasibility and yeah. PEA. So really, it's it, there's you know there's significant news coming out okay. here. So next catalyst drill results as well in a couple and of then, weeks, and then the then the updated life of mine and, and expansion plans. Fantastic. I think we can leave it at that, Paddy. Mm -hmm. I think that was comprehensive. Fantastic. I love mm -hmm. talking with soon-to-be producers. Like makes the lines of questions yeah, really easy. I I tell you, I mean, it's um, we. Well, and by the way, we're fully staffed now. We we we've. we've um, our GM is in place, a very, very experienced guy. As, uh, the, our maintenance superintendent, an Aussie guy, has worked in Burkina and all over the world. Our process superintendent, all of our maintenance plant work. We've got a fully staffed company now. We're now into operational readiness. So we're it's ready, steady, go here. And uh, we're we're on the way. Well, Q3 can't come, can't come soon enough at 1930 gold, right? So, yeah, fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's it. I don't have any further questions. Patty, thank you so much for yeah, joining us great. here in the studio. No, uh, always a pleasure. I'm really excited about where we're going. And uh, yes, lots, well, of, lots happening in 2022. You should come to the new studio. Give us an update. I will. When we're closer to the 80%, 90%. Yeah, then. Absolutely. Fantastic. Patty, Excellent. thanks so much. Thank you, Kai. And uh, everybody else, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. This was SF Live episode 242, actually. We were joined by Patty Downey, President and CEO of Orizon. And uh, leave a comment, leave a like. The like helps us tremendously with the algorithm. So if you are an investor in Orizon, and you want somebody else maybe to take a look or a closer look at it, make sure to uh, hit that like button and uh, more people will be able to find it. Thanks so much. We'll be back more actually at 10 a.m. Uh, we'll be talking with Jordan Ryburn and uh, we'll talk about, of course, gold price and uh, how much of it is geopolitical and uh, how, how things are being affected right now. So thanks so much for joining us and we'll be back with more. Thank you.